Hey guys, welcome to The Joe Show. We're going to continue our series um, in slavery in America. And that's what we talked about last episode. If you guys didn't listen to the last episode, hey, I would r- really encourage you to check out that ap- episode. I'm going to kind of do a review of what we did last week and then head right into the new episode, Slavery in America Part 2. Hey guys, I also wanted to let you know about this new series that we're doing. It's a mini-series called hanging out this is where gabriel and i we get guests um for the show and they talk about their passions and things like that just so you get the you know know um get to know gabriel and i as people and then also you'll be able to get the get to know some of our friends you know so i think it's going to be really great uh you guys should really check that out we will be putting that out soon and we will be giving you guys dates and everything here pretty soon once we figure all that out but it's called Hanging Out. You're going to be able to find it on Spotify. We're also going to be posting it on Facebook, on our Facebook page and our Reddit page. And we might even be able to get some video going on there for our YouTube page because that's really not, you know, shooting off. So, uh, yeah, one more time. It's called Hanging Out. You guys catch it on uh, Google Play, Spotify, Facebook, Reddit, or our wonderful website. All right. Let's get episode 11 going. Slavery in America Part Here we go. Alright guys, so last week we talked about uh, we talked about how slavery got started, how it got popular, and what kept it going, okay? Those were our main points um, from last week's episode. Now this week we're going to be talking about, you know, we're going to talk about the rebels in slavery, the Confederacy, Lincoln, the Civil War, and then we're going to be ending with the abolishment of slavery, okay? Um... So those are what we're going to be talking about today. Now, when we'll start with rebels in slavery. Now, rebels in slavery, I know it kind of sounds negative, but these people I'm getting ready to mention are badasses, okay? They are what I like to call heroes. You know, I don't think the African-American cultures has many heroes, you know, like the cowboys from the Old West. So, you know, I thought I would choose a couple and, you know, just talk about them a little bit, you know. Uh, one of the people I want to talk about was Nat Turner, okay. Nat Turner was a slave back in the day. He uh, was born on a plantation. He, uh, his slave owner, uh, really believed in education and religion. So Nat Turner grew up um, knowing a lot about scripture. And he also um, had a really great education. Um, when he grew up... He was so uh, religion. He became so engulfed in uh, religion that he thought he was a prophet from God. You know, and he would have a lot of dreams about things he was supposed to do. And one night, he had a dream that he was supposed to lead the slaves out of slavery. So he started coming up with this, you know, this plan, right? And he started to come up with this plan, and uh, in his mind, it was really, really good. And, you know, in 1831, he led uh, 57 slaves to on this rebellion, right? 
And on this rebellion, they killed 55 white slave owners in two days. Okay? Um, now, even though he led this rebellion, and at that time, it was a, you know, it was a good thing. It was a um, thing where they were trying to show that, hey, slavery is wrong, and this is how we feel about it, and this is what we're doing about it. Even though he thought that it was a good thing at the time, a lot of his actions led to a lot of bad things happening. And this is why you might not hear a lot about Nat Turner in history books is because what he meant for good really turned up badly. Okay, so what happened is when he led this rebellion, there were 200 slaves that were killed in this process. Okay. 200 so he he led this rebellion in 200 so yeah they killed 55 white men in two days that was kind of like a record back then but 200 slaves were killed and then after um the rebellion happened it also um slowed the process of the abolishment of slavery okay um so there were around this time there were a lot of laws and there were a lot of um abolished uh people who were um, really against slavery and really fighting um to push it and get it um just gone you know abolished you know and with nat turner's actions it really slowed that process process down especially in the south you know they started making these rules about um um how you couldn't do this you couldn't do that you know and so it really became a big problem for the slaves and it really became a big problem for the people who were trying to abolish slavery and so that's why you really don't hear um too much about nat turner but i thought he was pretty cool because you know this is a guy who stood up for what he believed in and he um even though like i said even though his actions uh led to a lot of bad things you really don't hear about um too many um uh, slaves like this you know i think the closest um thing that uh, a lot of people heard about was uh django unchained quentin tarantino movie you guys might have heard about that when we talked about in the earlier episode, you know. And that's what it kind of reminded me of when I was reading this, you know. Um, if you haven't seen Django, it's a great movie. It's very violent. <laughs> but it is a really, really good movie. But, um, yeah, and so, like I said, it, when I was reading the story about Nat Turner, it kind of reminded me of, like, the cowboys uh, back in the day, you know. The cowboys and Indians. The Indians were always the bad guys, but they, they really weren't, you know. So... Um, I thought that was just interesting with Nat Turner. Um, the next rebel, you guys have probably heard about. And if you haven't, I don't know what schools are doing nowadays. But the next person is Harriet Tubman. Okay. Uh, Harriet Tubman, she was a slave uh, herself. And she was a uh, slavery rebel that led many slaves to freedom as a conductor on the Underground Railroad. Now, a lot of things that people don't understand with the Underground Railroad, because when you think of Underground Railroad, there are two things you think of automatically. That one, it was underground. And two, it was a railroad. No, it, it, it wasn't that at all. I mean, um, the Underground Railroad was above ground. And uh, also, too, it uh, was basically um, house people who lived in 
what would I want to say? It was people bouncing from house to house, you know. It was this same path that people took um, where um, people would allow the slaves to hide out in their houses in the daytime, and then they would um, uh, escape at nighttime. And Harriet Tubman was one of the conductors um, for the Underground Railroad. Um, Harriet, she was born in 1820 in Dorchester, Maryland, that's Maryland County. Uh, she used to be a nursemaid in the big house. Um, she used to attend to the babies in the big house. Um, uh, if you don't know what the big house is, that's basically where the slave owners live themselves. And so she took care of the babies. Um, one of the things I found interesting was that uh, she uh, would get beaten every time the babies would cry and I started thinking about it I just had a newborn and um, the, the baby cries a lot and you know sometimes they're really just crying for nothing so I was really thinking to myself man she was she was really getting beaten a lot because these I mean you've got all these babies and these babies you know like I said babies just cry for about whatever and um, so that really just uh really just like this whole topic is just really hard for me to just kind of grasp things you know and she when she was the uh nursemaid she was she did that at a very young age very very young age um you know she, i think she was about uh what was it it was uh, she she had to be like 10 or 11 is when she was there there because with this next fact she was there uh, at age 12 she was hitting the head with a heavy weight. Uh, she was protecting another slave. Basically, one day she was outside, uh, leaving the big house to go back home. And uh, while she was walking out, she saw um, one of the overseers um, beating uh, another slave. I mean, just brutally, brutally. And so she went to go stop it. And what happened was, um, it was kind of like the, uh, what happened, uh, the person was being beaten and she kind of grabbed his arm and he kind of pushed her away and then he this the overseer knocked her in the head and it was pretty bad um she was in a coma for um uh, a really really long time and it kind of messed up her chances of being in the big house because in the big house you only want the best of the best looking uh slave women uh you didn't want any um ugly slave uh, women in the house so this kind of messed up her gig you know so then she was forced to uh, work outside um, instead of working in the big house which was kind of like a luxury back then you know In um, 1849, Tubman was freed using the Underground Railroad. She was free, but she wasn't content with her life. You know, she thought it was selfish that she was free, but her friends and family weren't. And that's why she helped a lot of slaves reach their freedom. Because she, uh, you know, she, she had compassion. You know, she, basically how she was freed herself was um, she, found, she got married. Her husband was very abusive, and it, they just weren't, they didn't have a really great marriage. 
And the uh, so what happened was her f- husband was getting ready to get freed, also along with her brothers. But um, their slave uh, owner, who was going to let them free, passed away. And so um, her hu- so they didn't get free. So her husband and her brothers they escaped. And then um, years later, Harriet Tubman she escaped herself. Um, on the Underground Railroad. So that was something that was really, really um, important to her, you know, that she, because uh, I, I know a lot of people, they would have just been like, you know, well, I'm free. So I guess, uh, you know, that's good for me. I don't have to help anybody else, you know. But, um, yeah, so I I thought uh, Harriet Tubman and Nat Turner were two great rebels I really wanted to talk about. And I like I said, I just think they were, they, Harriet Tubman more than Nat Turner, played a really big role in freeing slaves and everything. I think um, Nat Turner shows the strength of the slaves when they came together, the strength of a people, you know, when they come together and what they can do. And I think Harriet Tubman shows the the, the same, um, she shows the same thing, but just I think there are two different ways to go about it, you know. Um, Nat Turner came out here with full force, and Harriet Tubman had a plan. And uh, so that's why I think uh, I think they're very important because you get to see two sides of the spectrum. But at the same time, you know, see what's right and what's wrong. Uh, fun fact, um, also connected to Harriet Tubman, you might know the old uh, slave hymn, Sweet Chariot. And... Um, that was that song was um, composed around the time that Harriet Tubman was. Um, I think it was. I think it might have been composed by her, but don't quote me on that. But uh, sweet, sweet chariot. Well, you know that song. It's the swing low, sweet chariot. That song. It was uh, Harriet, Harriet Tubman used that as a signal to the slaves to let them know uh, when it was the time to leave. So, you know, a lot of the old hymns and things um, that I that I actually did, I found out about my with my doing my research, I found out that a lot of those songs were used as signals. And this one was just used about that time that Harriet Tubman was leading people uh, through the Underground Railroad. Gabriel, you know I don't like going around asking people for stuff. Yeah, man, I understand that. But things can be tough sometimes starting out. With how much time it takes to make these episodes, it's financially difficult to keep them coming like we do. But that's just how it is, man. We've got to keep them coming. People love these things, and we love to make them. But you're right. Only if there was some way we could get paid for the work that we put into them. Well, man, that's what I'm coming to tell you about. There's a place called Patreon, a website where people can donate money to support the Joe Show podcast. Well, that'd be wonderful. How do you want to tell people about this? You see, man, that's my point. I hate asking people for money, but I never said nothing about singing it. (laughs) What are you doing? What is this? Joseph, what are you doing? Gabriel and I don't ask for money. There's something we need Starting a podcast ain't no joke We're doing our things so we don't go broke Just how wise Joe once said 
why you're thinking. But you're right. Podcasting can be kind of labor-intensive and time-consuming. Patreon.com slash Patreon.com slash Joe and Gabriel. 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 Patreon and okay. Yep, I think I'm done right there. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Confederacy. The Confederacy was established February 1861. The president of the Confederacy was Jefferson Davis, and his vice president was Alex H. Stevens. The states that made up the Confederacy were South Carolina, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Texas, Virginia, Arkansas, Tennessee, North and South Carolina. It only lasted about uh, four years, and the only reason it really lasted about four years is because it was uh, so unorganized. Um, yeah, the, the organization was super unorganized, um, but I'll get into that a little bit more. It split from the Union because of cultural and economical reasons, um, and slavery was at the center of it. You know, they tried to say they wanted to split um, from the Union because of uh, things that are happening with the economy, things that are happening with the culture, but it was really all, really all about slavery, you know. The North, um, in the last episode, we talked about how the North had kind of abolished slavery there because they really didn't have a use for it, and then they wanted to try to get that to the South. But like I said in the last episode, there was uh, the South had more representation down uh, down there so a lot of the laws went towards the south um so uh that's why they split that was one of the big reasons basically slavery is the whole reason they split you know um but like i said the the organization was super unorganized and that's why it only lasted four years you know one of the things that I think a lot of people don't understand about the Confederacy is that um, it's not as big as you think it was, because that's that's kind of what I thought. I thought that the Confederacy was this big organization that lasted for X, that lasted for a really really long time. You know the way that people talk about it, the way that um, people really support it. You know. Um, you know, and make a big hoopla about it. So I thought it was this huge, you know, just this huge organization. Then I'm doing research, and I'm like, man, they only lasted four years. You know, there are some presidents, well, most presidents, they, um, they their term is longer than this, than this organization lasted. So I was really um, wondering what what's the big deal here, you know, um, that's one of the reasons why they lost the Civil War, which, man, I keep getting ahead of myself, you know, because they were just so um, disorganized. Uh, one of the big things they were talking about was uh, President Jefferson Davis. He would, um, 
he would try to, he would say, hey guys, I want to do X, Y, Z, and they would disagree with him on a lot of things, and they kept button, bumping heads, you know, there was even a point where a lot of people wanted to, um, kind of, um, wanted to impeach, they wanted to impeach him, because they didn't like a lot of the things that he was doing, so, um, yeah, so, the, yeah, there was a lot of disorganization with the Confederacy, and that was their big downfall, and that's why they didn't last as long as they did. Now, around this time, one of the big, big, big people around this time was Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was born in February 18, or February 12, 18. Of course, we all know that he was our 16th president. And here in Springfield, Illinois, he is really glorified here. I mean, we've got statues of Lincoln. A lot of our tourist attractions are about Lincoln. And for the longest time, Lincoln used to be my favorite president. And um, for a long time, and it was... uh, reason why he was one of my favorite presidents was because of what we all think we think that lincoln freed the slaves and doing research um over the years actually before i actually did research i kind of you know didn't like how he was kind of glorified and everything so my love for lincoln kind of just you know just kind of dwindled but it really threw a wrench um at me when I started doing research about Lincoln for this for these episodes, and um, just uh, just some of the things he did and some of the things he said, you know. Uh, but before we get to that, you know, um, they say from doing the research, they say he was one of the reasons that the Civil War actually started. Basically, the South was threatened by him. And so that's, and they said that was actually one of the reasons the Confederacy started was because a lot of people didn't agree with a lot of uh, Lincoln's views, and that's why they brought Jefferson Davis in. Okay, um, now Lincoln was a guy who was really worried about unity. Um, he really thought it was very important that the South didn't succeed from the Union. He thought that they should be together and that um, the only way that they were going to work at their problems were together so he was really really worried about the union I think that was his main um, just his just his main thing that's what he wanted to do he wanted to keep the union together no matter the cost and you notice how I said no matter the cost what I found out during my research is that Lincoln really didn't care about slavery you know you know, it was, uh, like I said, Union was his main thing, his main topic, the main thing he wanted to get done. He wanted to keep the Union together. And one of his quotes was that, um, if I could keep the Union together while keeping the, while freeing the slaves, I would do it. But if I can keep the Union together and not free the slaves... I would also do that because his main pre- his main 
focus, his main goal was to just keep the union together. Now, slavery, I just think what happened was I think that the ball just fell in his court. This topic fell in his court. This this topic was a big topic at the time. Slavery was a big topic at the time because there were so many people who were against it and there were so many people who were for it. And what a lot of thing a lot what a lot of people don't understand is that you know our forefathers like around George Washington times and stuff like that these guys were a lot of them were against slavery you know i think their their words spoke louder than their actions you know because they would say that slavery was wrong but their actions didn't show it you know and that's why you'll find in the declaration of independence that all men are created equal because this is that was their mindset was starting to change at they at that time um their mindset was starting to change at the time and they were trying to get this stuff going and i just think that over the years things just started to line up when lincoln became president and he was the one who signed the Emancipation Proclamation. God dang it. I keep getting ahead of myself, man, guys. You guys got to slow me down, you know. But with Lincoln becoming president, the Union seceded from, or the, the Confederates, the Confederates, the South, the South. With Lincoln becoming president, and the South succeeding from the Union, we have this big war. It's called the Civil War, which started in 1861. Okay, if you don't know it, it's between the Union and the Confederacy. And like I said, it was based on um, the, the the Confederacy says it was based on economical and cultural issues. But like I said, it's, it was really about, um, you know, slavery. Um we all know the Confederates lost, and one of the things, the reasons they lost was because it was due to um, they they didn't have enough troops. Um, they even had the um, martial law where they required people to or required men to go out and fight in the war. They even got to a point where they had slaves out there uh, fighting against fighting for this war you know which i i, I kind of find really just really annoying you know you've got these slaves who don't want to be in slavery and now you're making them fight in a war that you know for what you want um uh, so they they really relied on a lot of the slaves during that time but the reason why the uh confederacy really lost is just because they of their uh a lot of their dis they were just so disorganized you know um and uh, that that was uh, and that's why they lost, you know. And so after the Union won the uh, Civil War, we have the abolishment of slavery. So the abolishment of slavery after the Civil War, um, this slavery was abolished. The Emancipation Proclamation was issued. Now, you might have heard of this holiday called Juneteenth, which is on June 19th of every year. And that is basically the Independence Day for African Americans. And the reason why it's June 19th is because after, the, after slavery was abolished, that was the day that the last plantation, the slaves on that plantation heard that, that that's when it finally reached 
all everyone and all the plantations and everything. So that's when everyone knew that slavery was abolished. But guys, slavery still, the effects of slavery still, you know, kind of affects us today a little bit, you know. With a lot of things, you know. I feel like a lot of people these days, they, they, you know, we, we still feel the effects of it, you know, with racism and stuff like that. And I, I think racism has, you know, changed over the years. And it we've kind of, kind of got that same mentality of what happened right after, you know, um, right after the Civil War, when the Emancipation Proclamation was uh, established. And basically, if you don't know what I'm talking about, between, you know, 1865 and, you know, 1969, you know, between that time before, you know, uh, Martin Luther King and everybody came along, we have this... um, Things started to change, you know. Now you've got these people who have been slaves almost all their lives. Now you're throwing them into this world, you know. And now you're mixing two, two uh, cultures. You're 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 telling them to work together, you know. Try to be har- in harmony with each other now. And I think a lot of people didn't like that change, you know, because. You know, the African-Americans were different, and a lot of people didn't like that. And so what happened is, you know, um, I think racism is built upon fear of not knowing, of, yeah, of not knowing what's to come, or of not having an understanding about someone, you know, is what I, that's what I think. And I think that's what we deal with today. I think... During the time after the Civil War, there were a lot of people who were afraid of what the future might hold with, you know, now what what happens now. We've had these people as slaves all our lives. Now we're setting them free. What's going to happen now? And or people had this mentality as well, well, they're different. You know, now that they're free, they need to go back to where they came from. You know, they're different. They don't need to be here. And I think a lot of people have that mentality now, and that's, I think, that's what's causing a lot of the problems right now, is that we are really not sitting down and trying to figure out about one another. You know, one of the things that I really love about my relationship with my wife, my wife is white, I'm black, and one of the things that I love about a relationship is that we get to learn about each other's culture, you know, there's a lot of things. I didn't grow up white. I don't know a lot of things about how a lot of white people do things. And she didn't grow up black. So she don't know a lot about how, you know, black people do, do things. And so it's just great that we can just really sit down and talk about how we grew up and our culture. And, it's, and that just builds us stronger as a relationship, you know. And, you know, during this time uh, that's going on in America, it's really stressing me out because, you know, I'm just one of those people who uh, just peace, man. I, I've been sounding like a hippie lately, you know, just peace, man, love, man, you know. We all bleed the same and everything, man. So why, why are we doing this, you know? And I've been talking to a lot of people, especially with me talking about slavery and things in America, you know. Um, 
But yeah, I just think that we as a people, we as Americans need to just have a really, we need to try to understand each other's cultures, you know. Like I said, like I always say, African American history is American history. Yeah, it's a bad time that nobody likes to remember, but it's, it's American history. I think an American is somebody who's oppressed and they fight for what they think is right. I think the, they, the slaves and the African Americans are, you know, I think like people like Nat Turner and Harry Tubman, I think they're very American. Why? Because they felt like they were oppressed and they fought for it. That's what happened when Britain tried to come after, you know, us when we tried to, when we started the New World. We were felt oppressed and we fought for what we believe in. So that's why I believe that American history or African American history is American history. And guys, I hope that you learned a little bit from this. You know, I feel like I kind of rambled on with, you know, just these facts and everything. But I hope you learned a little bit. And uh, I try not to preach too much to people and everything when I, you know, try to talk about serious topics. But, you know, I really thought this was something that was um, just really good to learn. I learned a lot during this. I hope you learned a lot from this. Um, guys, I got a lot of my, if you want to go back and you want to do a little research, I, I would go back to the historychannel.com. That's where I find a lot of my uh, topics about the Confederacy, the Civil War, or Nat Turner. Um, I also got a lot of it from just different websites. I mean, um, if you really look up uh, just slavery in America, um, the History Channel is a really good place because not only do they have the stories about these people, but they're while you're reading about it, they have different links in there, too, that you guys can check that out. Um, but that's where I got a lot of my um, research from. There's a ton of other people that I did not write down that I got out a lot of my information from, but the History Channel was the main uh, place from it. Hey, guys, thank you for listening. Um, like I said, if you guys... Please, please comment. I would love to hear what you guys think about slavery in America. What happened back then? That little last bit that I was rambling on about, I would love to hear your opinion about that. Go on the Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Leave a comment. Go to our Reddit. Check out our Reddit, TJS, or The Joe Show on the Reddit. Or check out our wonderful website, you know, www.tjs.show. Leave a comment. Tell me what you think about this. And guys, do not forget about our new mini-series called Hanging Out. We will be having episodes coming out for you shortly. We're working on them. We're getting ready to pump a bunch out, so you guys just be on the lookout for them. And as always, thank you for listening to The Joke Show.